Now Music City. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. What's up, Nashville? Happy Super Bowl Monday. We're presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel and coming to you, excuse me, coming to you from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. No Greg Pogue today. He's out. John Burton here. You there. You can hit me up on Twitter at John Burton 32. Instagram as well at John Burton 32. You can hit us up as a station on all major social media platforms at Nash Sports Radio. It is a Monday morning. It is a day after the Super Bowl. It is a day when we realize a lot of things that football at least major football that we care about is over right major college football nfl football i know the usfl starting up in a few weeks i know uh dwayne the rock johnson is bringing back the xfl good for that i mean you know i probably won't be paying a whole lot of attention to it but maybe you will because you're football junkies and i just want to say to all the folks listening to us either in the car or maybe you're just getting to your desk at work Yes, you do have to work today. They have not made the day after the Super Bowl a national holiday yet. Hopefully they will at some point. I know there's been talk of maybe moving Super Bowl Sunday to Super Bowl Saturday. You know, some of you may have ate too much yesterday, may have eaten too much yesterday, I should say. Some of you may be a little hungover. I can neither confirm nor deny that I am today because <laughs> I went out after after work just to see what the vibe was like after the Super Bowl. You know, just a little little show prep, a little, you know, show research. But you do have to go to work today, but we are here to keep you company, company for the next couple of hours. Teresa Walker will join us at 1025 from the Associated Press. But right now we say good morning to our producer, our five-star general, the recently engaged Patton Cook. Patton, good morning. Good morning, John. Monday Monday Mondays here, but yeah, uh, a can't lot. Can't trust that day. Uh, cannot trust it. A lot, a lot to talk about. My fiance asked me after the Super Bowl. He's like, "So, what are you guys going to talk about now?" I'm like, <laughs> "Well, who the Titans are going to take in number 11? Uh, right, that, exactly. That, that's it. We're we, on the clock. We move on. We're, we're on the clock. Uh, yeah. You, you, if you're a Titans fan, you're already looking ahead to next year. New general manager. Uh, combine's coming up in a couple of weeks. We're going to start. Get the mock drafts out. Yep. Yeah, we're sitting at number 11 for right now. We'll see how it goes. But listen, you know, I know we're in the hyperbole age, especially with social media, Patton, you know, best this, greatest that. But man, I've been watching ball a long time. I've watched a lot of Super Bowls. The first Super Bowl I ever watched was Super Bowl 14. I didn't really watch it. I was kind of trying to watch it because I was very new to the game, trying yeah. to learn the game. Steelers Rams in Pasadena, California. And um, John Stallworth had a great game that day, by the way. Lynn Swan got hurt. Anyway, Chiefs 38, Eagles 35. The Chiefs win their second Super Bowl in five years. Heartbreaking loss for the Eagles. Exhilarating win 
for the Chiefs. We we're gonna we're gonna chop it up with you today. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Um, we're gonna get to your calls. We're gonna get to we're gonna talk about Riri's performance. Uh, I guess she's got a bun in the oven and she still pulled it off. Good for her. We're gonna talk about the commercials. I didn't really see a whole lot of them. I was working while I was watching the game. Um, the only one that stood out to me that I liked and I wasn't really paying close attention was the Breaking Bad one. I didn't even know what it was for. I was just so happy to see Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston back on the screen together in the trailer. Yes. Cooking the meth. <laughs> what we all want to see. You know, Cranston with the shaved head and the cold-blooded look in his eye. And, you know, and Aaron Paul with the, yo, Mr. White. You know, I think it was for, like, popcorn chips or something like that. Yeah, something very non-meth related. Right. He's like, know. yo, Mr. White, these are cool, yo. <laughs> They're made from all natural ingredients. <laughs> Um, that was cool. Uh, all right, let's get right to it. The James Bradbury play. Yes. Most of you watched the game, know what I'm talking about. Called for holding on a critical third down. Uh, Chiefs driving deep in Eagle territory. Had a third down. They decided to go for the kill in the end zone. I believe it was for Juju, right? Mahomes looking for Juju Smith-Schuster. They call James Bradbury for a hold, which keeps the drive alive allows Kansas City to basically bleed the clock all the way down, kick a short field goal, which eventually led to them winning the game. Patton, I said this on the show last night, so I want to be consistent. I want to be clear. By letter of the law, that was a penalty. Sure. James Bradbury even copped to it after the game, saying, yeah, I held him. I think the question becomes, do you maybe swallow your whistle in that situation? You have two teams battling their hearts out trying to win a world championship. Like I said, by letter of the law, that was a hold. That was a penalty. But I think a lot of people are going to say today on these, you know, meathead, you know, this guy versus that guy, uh, uh, you know, debate shows that Eric likes so much on, on the major sports networks. Do you call that penalty in that situation? What say you? I just think you got to be consistent. And to the ref's credit, I, I thought for pretty much all the game, Juju was kind of involved in a play earlier in the game where he had a kind of a play across the middle, mm-hmm. got turned around a little bit, was looking for the mm-hmm. flag. And I thought there might be a, I know which play you're talking about. I thought there would be a flag. It refs, refs didn't do anything about it. In that moment, for them not to really – it wasn't a whole lot of flags in the game, to be honest. Pass yeah. interference was pretty, uh, pretty low called in the game. They call that one, to your point. It was by the letter of the law, and the argument that was it was uncatchable. It's a holding call. It, right, being catchable, it right. has nothing to do with it. Yeah. So, I, like, yeah, if a ball's tipped to the line of scrimmage, if there's if there's holding, if there's defensive holding, it doesn't matter. Right, right. it negates all that. Exactly. So I I can see where people are a little frustrated, especially who uh, someone might have had Eagles minus one and a half because. That effectively ended any chance the Eagles had in that game. They right. have they right. have eight seconds left. Uh, they have not a lot of chance to do anything. But out of timeouts, exactly. So I, I can see where they're coming from. But then again, it was a penalty, and and you can't be upset, and you can't call rigged, and you can't call yeah, the script st- writers. Stop and all that with stuff. the it was fixed. It was you know the NFL wanted behind, stop with that. All yeah. right. Now, if you want to call Patton and myself and make your case that that this game was fixed 
615-844-5600. Go right ahead. We will laugh at and make fun of you, fair warning, but feel free to call. Sure. Continue. Exactly. So I, I don't have a huge problem with the call. It was what it was. I get Greg Olson's point. Uh, you really don't want the final play of the game. And what was such a great game, the ending is Patrick Mahomes taking two kneels. So, I mean, it is what it is at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. The call was correct. It is unfortunate that's how the game ended, but uh, not a huge problem with the call. You would have liked the game to end a little bit better, but uh, the, 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 for the majority of the game, it, it was amazing. Well, despite the loss, I gotta, we got to give Jalen Hurts his flowers this morning. Yep. What an incredible performance by him. Ran for three touchdowns, uh, uh, threw for another, 304 yards passing, made some huge plays. The touchdown, sorry, I'm sorry, I got to go here. The touchdown throw to A.J. Brown was brilliant. And it was a great adjustment by A.J. making the catch. And I could feel the rumble here in the city uh, when that play occurred. I was thinking about you. You're the first person I thought of when A.J. caught that touchdown catch, man. And, uh, you know, it kind of is what it is. But Hertz was absolutely fantastic uh, last night. Made the one mistake. Yeah. You know, tried to do too much on that run. Fumbled the ball. Chiefs get the scoop and score. And really, that's a difference in the game. And something I was really surprised with with the Eagles, Miles Sanders. I think 16 yards total is yep. what he had. Now, some of the other backs, Boston Scott. I may or may not have some Skrilla on him to score an anytime touchdown. Exactly. And I, I was surprised by that, but I, I agree with you. Uh, there was a lot of maybe doubt whether or not Hurts could kind of keep up with Patrick Mahomes. And for 90% of that ball game, he had Mahomes beat pretty much the entire time. And one thing I loved was – Whenever Mahomes goes up, I believe by six or, or I believe it was eight points, they go down, march down the field immediately and score a touchdown in the yep. fourth quarter. That yep. showed me Hurts is here to stay, yep. and he's a gamer. And I, it's unfortunate that they lost. But and I, I didn't think this guy had a shot to have any success as an NFL quarterback. You know, I mean, he was good at Alabama. He was good at Oklahoma. But I thought those he was more of a system guy. I mean, he, he, I'll say it, he showed his ass yeah. all season. Not just last night, all season. So, so you know, props to him, man. And, and how he looked kind of last season. I mean, it was only mm -hmm. a year ago they were wondering, is this guy going to get a second contract? And now they're talking about if he's going to be a top five <laughs> paid quarterback right. coming up. So, good for him. He, he bet on himself, uh, mm -hmm. quite frankly. Leaving Alabama, trusted in himself, and he's made uh, Oklahoma look pretty good over there. Well, I, I tell you what, you know what, if this guy wasn't a good quarterback, and he is a good quarterback, I, I we can say that yeah. now, he'd be a hell of a running back. That kid is strong. I mean, he was running over guys, that two-point conversion play, you know, when they needed it to tie mm -hmm. the game. He, you know, he looked, <laughs> you know, Boomer Esiason said it this morning on his show. He said he looked like Barry Sanders. I mean, people don't realize what an athlete he is and how strong he is. That kid, you know, look – Look him up on YouTube, folks. Jalen Hurts, I think he squats over six hundred pounds. Yeah, like he's like he is a he is an athlete. He's a strong kid. All right, so you know, obviously heartbreaking Philly, but I got to flip it now and talk about the Chiefs. Couple things that stood out. Obviously, Mahomes' courageous performance. Obviously, that that ankle was not a hundred percent. I'm sure the long longer halftime helped him. Yeah. Obviously, you know. The 27-yard run kind of reminds you of that run he had in the Sunday night game against the Titans. Mm -hmm. And what did we say going in for the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, Patton? Yes, the Eagles, you know, by and large have the better team, but the Kansas City Chiefs have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes made the plays when he needed to. 
and we'll get into where he where he fits in the pantheon of NFL quarterbacks um, in due course. But the plays he made, the leadership he showed, and it's funny because people are already starting to hate on Patrick Mahomes now because he's winning all the time and right. he's got that five hundred million dollar contract. He's got that beautiful wife, even though she's a nut job. You know, he's, they just had their first baby girl. He's he's not even twenty eight years old, and he already has two league MVPs, two Super Bowl wins, and two Super Bowl MVPs. I love Mahomes. I'm a Mahomes guy. I thought, you know, obviously his play stood out. That's that stands on its own. But the Chiefs able to get big plays on defense and special teams. We mentioned the scoop and score, the big punt return by my guy, former Giant Kadarius Tony. Now they. It was 65 yards. People are saying that that's the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. If you get a chance, look this yeah. up. Super Bowl 12. I could have sworn Rick Upchurch had a 67-yard punt return. Didn't score on it. Denver Broncos versus Dallas Cowboys, Super Bowl 12. While Patton does that, but let me mention this. The adjustments that Reed made in the second half, because the Chiefs scored on every possession in their second in the second half, and how about that Kansas City offensive line against that Eagle front that had, what, 78 sacks, including the playoffs going in? Mahomes was not sacked once. He had time to throw. He used. He worked the middle of the field. You know, his receivers, you know, Juju stepped up. Tony stepped up catching a touchdown. Sky Moore, you know. A lot of people thought going into this season, okay, let's see what Mahomes does when he doesn't have the cheetah out there running nine routes, blowing people's doors off, and just throwing the ball up. Can he be a quote-unquote traditional quarterback and not play quote-unquote street ball? Dude, dude proved it. I'm a Mahomes guy. I'm all in with Mahomes. I'm an Andy Reid guy. Even when he coached at Philly, I had a lot of respect for him, even though he was kicking my team's ass, <laughs> you know, the, the Giants more often than not. And all this talk about, well – Andy Reid might retire. If I'm Andy Reid, why am I going to retire? I'm going to ride this thing until the wheels come up. I got Mahomes. I got Kelsey, I think, can play a couple more years. You know, we'll get more wide receivers. Who wouldn't want to come play in this offense, whether you're a free agent or a draftee? Andy Reid, he's only 68 years old. Bro, if I'm Andy Reid, I'm I'm riding this thing until the wheels come off. And I I know he's not the healthiest human being, but he's got no... No, he likes his cheeseburgers, don't we all? Exactly. He's got no issues at the moment. And he shut shut that down pretty quickly yesterday after the game. And one thing I was was looking for in Kansas City, were they going to be able to run the football? And we knew with Mahomes and his ankle, he wouldn't be able to do a ton outside the pocket. He did Mm -hmm. enough to win the football game. Isaac Pacheco, 75 yards. The fight doctor. Five yards a carry. Uh, something I didn't see coming in because you just hear about the defensive front for right. Philadelphia. But when they've gotten, not exposed, but shown a, a game plan to beat the Philadelphia Eagles, it's been running the football. Uh, and We've seen that this season. I just wasn't sure whether or not the Chiefs were going to be able to do that. But they did enough of it in, in Mahomes and his gritty performance like you said, he gets a lot of showboating comments, but that was a gritty win yesterday. Just doing things here and there. Didn't have really many explosive plays at all, John. It was kind of dink and dunk down the field and right. f- found Kelsey, found uh, Pacheco. But how about the two touchdowns back-to-back against this Eagles defense? 
ran it to Eagles Sky Moore. Defense was was horrible in the second half. Exactly, Sky Moore, and then you had Kadarius Tony both on the right and left, the same play, back to back drives. Incredible play design to get guys that wide open against that good of a defense. You mentioned Isaiah Pacheco, the fight doctor. Uh, I'll explain why I call him the fight doctor uh, a little bit later in the show. Over five yards of carry, just run the football enough to keep to to earn the Eagles respect to where they can't just pin your ears back and come after you with that pass rush. You're right. Pacheco was huge in this game. Mahomes 44 yards rushing on that gimpy ankle. So Mahomes wins the MVP. Chiefs win the Super Bowl. They'll have a parade, uh, I'm sure, in a couple of days. But just an exciting, fun Super Bowl. Um, obviously, I had a rooting interest. I wanted the Chiefs to win, you know, because I didn't want the Eagles to win. And I like the Chiefs. So, um, you know, if you had some skrill on it or you had a rooting interest, it, I'm telling you, it was a, it was one of the better Super Bowls we've seen in a long time. It was everything you wanted. It was the two, yep. you know, it was the MVP of the league and the runner-up to the MVP of the league showing a lot of exciting offense. And so – One of the few to live up to the hype, I feel like. Right. So memo to Tim Kelly, new Titans offensive coordinator. You know, Vrabel talks about – and we'll talk about this with Teresa Walker at 1025. You know, he says – you know, we still want to be physical. We still want to, you know, pound you in the run game. But we have to be more dynamic in our passing game. Last night was proof positive, and I said this on the show, Patton. You know, and trust me, I'm an ex-running back. I sure. love running the football. I love it, you know. But what did Ron Jaworski say all those years? Points come out of the passing game. And I will add this to Ron Jaworski's quote championships come out of the passing game you have to be able to throw the football in this league in order to win championships and last night was a prime example totally agree you got to have some resemblance of a running game but you just don't see running back being their best kind of offensive weapons win super bowls anymore and you just you exhibit a yesterday with patrick mahomes your quarterback has to make plays that other quarterbacks in the league can't. And right. we saw it from both guys. Hertz does stuff that other quarterbacks in the league don't do. And Mahomes yesterday, we saw it as well. And we dude also, is just special, man. He's totally. that dude. Totally. And, and, you know, I think back to uh, what Mike Tomlin said, you know, his second year with the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, because Willie Parker, my guy, was like kind of whining that he wasn't getting the ball enough and this and that. And what did he say? He said, you know, when I look in the trophy case – you know, I see six Super Bowl trophies, not six rushing titles. Yeah. You know how many teams, you know how many NFL rushing uh, title winners have won a Super Bowl? I do not. One. Emmitt Smith hmm. with the Dallas Cowboys when they won their first Super Bowl, you know, with the with the triplets and Aikman yeah, and, yeah. and Irvin and, and Alvin Harper and all that. One. Running the football is great. You've got to run the football, especially when the, when the weather turns. But points and championships come out of the passing game. So, Tim Kelly, good luck. All right, real quick, we're up against it. 615-844-5600. We want your phone calls, your reactions to Super Bowl 57. What did you like? What didn't you like? We want to chop it up with you. Vols lose another <laughs> buzzer Peter heartbreak to Missouri at home. My gosh. Vanderbilt red hot. They get the win at Florida. Preds with a nice win Saturday at Philadelphia. They're back at it tonight at home against Arizona. I will be in the building. They're celebrating Black History Month. P.K. Subban will be honored. I can't wait for that. Uh, but right now, I can't wait for your phone calls, your reaction to Super Bowl. Tony, I see you. I'm going to get to you after the break. Just getting started. JB and the General, Nashville Sports Radio. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin B. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the six annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The six annual Mid-State Classic. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone knows time is money, so don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee, tax-refund advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later? That's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company, details at jacksonhewitt.com. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I'm not saying like Derrick Henry is going to be bad. I just don't think he's going to be able to tote the rock 330 times in a season. He did lose a half step. He was getting caught in that second level. And you saw the fumbling. That's what their plan is. We're just going to go in again on Derrick Henry and figure this out. It just seems like the definition of insanity to me. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's pretty okay. Greg Pogue out today. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studios. We're taking your Super Bowl 57 reaction calls, whatever else you want to talk about. 615-844-5600. How about that promo with Zachariah? 
Just hating on Derrick Henry. I mean, what the heck? Uh, well, I mean, he actually had an intelligent thought and a take come out of his head. I didn't think he was capable of doing that. I think the fact that he and his wife are expecting a, a, a child has actually made him focus on his on, on his work. And, Seriously. You know, not, you know, not worry about being the guy with the big house and the, and the big part of town. You know, see what happens when you actually, you know, use your brain there, Zach. Good job by you, buddy. See him I'm putting him over. All right, let's go to the phones. Tony in Nolensville. Tony. Good morning, John. John. Good morning, Tony. How you going? Pokey. Apparently, Pokey's already exercising that holiday option uh, where yeah. they want to take the holiday. <laughs> take the Monday off after the Super Bowl. Mm. Pokey's ahead of the politicians. Uh, Who would have fucked it? <laughs> evidently. What do you got for me today, yeah. Tony? I tell you what, we all touched on a lot of it. And uh, the uh, no call that, uh, I say the no call. Yeah, there, there was, was a call. I thought there were several no calls where they did not. They just let the guys play. But in that particular instance, I thought, you know, did it impede him that much to run his route on the pass interference call? Maybe, maybe not. You know, well, the defender. The, well, the I want to be clear, Tony. Hold on. I just want to. It, it was a holding call. So holding is holding, call, holding right. is different from pass interference, as you know. I don't have to tell you. You played you're, ball. You're correct. Yeah. And and he admitted to it, John. So you know. And, and how about this, Tony? A lot. They talked to a lot of current NFL DBs, like after the game, that maybe were working for different networks. You're you're playing a guy in a white jersey and you're wearing dark green gloves. It's pretty easy to you know pick out that you held the guy. <laughs> Maybe you want to put some white gloves on, you know. That that is true. And and let's not forget, they were lining up. They were down there. I, you know, would he have made the field goal or not? I don't know. He doesn't chunk one off the upright. Yep. But uh, they were getting in position for a go ahead field goal. Right. But that obviously made it a lot easier. So right. it was a hell of a game. The commercials did nothing for me this year, guys. Yeah, they just, they've kind of jumped the shark, haven't they, Tony? Yeah, they have. Yeah, they have. Mm. And uh, that is, uh, you know, seven million dollars for thirty seconds. I would have done. <laughs> there were two or three. That's a lot of money, John. A lot of money. Yes. Yeah, uh, nice I to have that kind done. of disposable income. You know. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how many uh, superstars and celebrities are sitting in those uh, ten, twelve thousand dollar seats a day on all of them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems like they got a well. Little, Ade- little Adele is dating LeBron James's agent, so you know. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And two other things. I'm getting off of here because I know you're gonna have uh, several. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear Eric's uh, Eric's input he, on it. Yeah, he's on deck. <laughs> I'm sure, but. Uh, you know, you alluded to it before you went to break. Shout out for Stackhouse. I've been talking about it the last three weeks. Clay's mm-hmm. talked about it the last two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bandy fans are coming out. It seems this team is really coming together a little bit. I and, love uh, I, shout out for them. Yep. And for thinking of Dane and uh, Ball Boy. Boy, they are oh. snake bit right now. <laughs> and and you know what, John? Not yeah. only getting beat. The two buzzer beaters go back to the Auburn game. Yep, they won that game with a shot at the buzzer with a game tying shot by Auburn. Yeah, so they've been in three straight games of these buzzer beaters. 
Yeah, man. And, uh, I mean, that is heartbreak so city for got, the balls. Yep. And is it how it's going to affect them down the road and how what the ball nation is going to start thinking of Rick Barnes again? But well, I think you can I forget about like, a one seed now. I think that's out the window. I think, yeah, they, they might, John. He might be looking at a three. No, I was going to say a three or maybe a four. Maybe a four. That's true. Yeah. Buddy, thank you. And, uh, by the way, I'm on my way to collect my skin. I, I got me a little, uh, had a couple of little bets. Had some okay. Cowboy fans. Did you win some yeah, Skrilla, Tony? Yeah, I wanted to throw it out there. I took them straight up, John. 50 bucks each. a boy. Hit my skin. Use, <laughs> go through FanDuel and use the promo code Greg P. You'll be fine. There you go. Talk to you. All right, Tony. Boy, he's right about Vanderbilt. I love the way they're playing right oh, yeah. now. Um, they, you could see the confidence level has 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 risen. Solid win, you know. Liam Roberts, thirty-two points, ten rebounds, four blocks. I mean, he is their go-to guy. There's no question about it. Um, and you look at their schedule; they got a lot more win- winnable games coming up. They yep. get Kentucky at home. They can beat them, I think. George, you know, they lost to Georgia. Georgia stakes. What the hell's going on with Kentucky? Anyway. We'll get to all that. Uh, we'll talk uh, plenty of college basketball uh, coming up. But right now, we go back to the phones. Now, it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. Well, that music can only mean one thing. Super Bowl 57 is in the books. He spent all morning watching Get Up, First Take, Pardon My Take, Take This Job and Shove It. Whatever it is, it's time to go around the National Football League. Hi, Eric. Hey, hey, John. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Real quickly about Tennessee and losing the buzz beaters back-to-back. It's yeah. just like, when was the last time any college basketball team did that? They've got two tough games next. They play Alabama at home, and then they go to Kentucky. So we're going to see what happens. Yeah, Alabama might games. be number one uh, when the new polls come yeah. out today because yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Purdue yeah. lost yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. But, guys, as far as the uh, Super Bowl yesterday, I'm going to get to Super Bowl last, but I was going to talk about uh, the commercials first, then the Rihanna halftime show, and then the game last. As go. far as the commercials, huh? I said go. Have at it. Okay, okay. As far as the commercials, I'm not going to get to all of them, but some of them I liked. I liked uh, the uh, Rockstar commercial with, I guess it was Ozzy Osbourne, Bill Idol, Joan Jett, and I guess it was, was it Paul Stanley? Who was it that yeah, was dressed that, up that in the makeup cool. and give him a kiss? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also like the Ben Affleck and uh, Jennifer Lopez Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Mm-hmm. And I also like one that didn't feature celebrity, the Bud Light commercial where the couple was dancing as they were on hold. You know, they said, please, Yeah, please that was Miles Teller. And and, yeah. yeah, 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 that that was pretty clever. And also I thought it was interesting, the two Eminem commercials, the first with the Maya Rudolph and then the Eminem's help. But apparently that was a publicity stuff because the Eminem's had another commercial later saying we're back. So I'm glad they are. You know, I don't want to get into the controversy involved with that, but I love the Eminem characters, you know, so I'm glad they're back. I just love Eminem's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as the Rihanna halftime show, this is what I thought of it, John. You know, the stages and everything, Mm -hmm. you know, the the whole thing was sponsored by Apple. The way they had it lit up, it was like they were dancing on Apple products. Yeah, yeah, it was. (laughs) And the choreography was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as far as all the dancers that were in white, it looked like to me they were like either miniature marshmallows or I thought they were like dressed They're like miniature pillowcases. iPhones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah, or whatever, you know, or, or dressed like pillowcases. But it kind of also reminded me, you probably may or may not remember this, I immediately my mind went to Willy Wonka, the Chocolate Factory, the movie with Gene Wilder. Where you know they what, were I, never, I never watched that movie. 
Yeah, I yeah. never in my life watched that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all dressed in white. The little kid shrunk himself because he wanted to be on TV and was the size of a candy bar. So, but oh, anyway. Yeah. But 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 as far as the game goes, first of all, and I don't know if you're going to get into this, but I might as well start the ball rolling on this. They supposedly spent three hundred thousand dollars for that field. They mm-hmm. should demand a refund. That was terrible. All Guys the players were slipping, slipping all over the falling. place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was some sort of new field for the Super Bowl, and it was terrible. And it's like I'm surprised that uh, more people didn't seriously get injured. You know, uh, I thought it was also kind of nice the crowd you saw. Well, I brought Goodell, but he was sitting next to Donna Kelsey and Demar Hamlin. They were all together, which mm-hmm. I kind of thought was nice. So it was nice to see. But also, speaking of rock stars, Donna Kelsey was all over the Super Bowl coverage. Oh Everybody yeah, 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 yeah. She was she she was on the Today Show. She was on NFL Network. She was on ESPN. She was all over the place. Yeah, they were interviewing her everywhere and stuff. But as far, as far as the game, you're right. Letter of the law, it was pass interference. I mean, excuse me. I'm sorry, holding. Mm-hmm. But I've seen a lot worse stuff not called. Yeah. And yeah. also, a lot of people wondering, was that really a catchable ball? It's just you hate to see. Yeah, but on a holding call, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, you know, but, catchable ball yeah. means nothing on a holding but, penalty. But, but pass interference still, is a different story. But you still hate to see that that late in the game, that being called and stuff like that, you know, where – Yeah, but Eric, kind of with, but it, Eric yeah. Roger Goodell says the officiating has never been better in the NFL. But, yeah, what a joke true. that was. Oh, yeah. But, Get no, Roger right. Goodell but, the hell but, but, out of but, here. But, but, but you Worst feel, commissioner but you feel, in all sports. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you, feel, you feel sorry for Jalen Hurts. I hope he can get back, whether or not he will or not, guys. Um, he – like I said, they've got 11 free agents that ain't on defense. And sometimes these first-time quarterbacks, you know, everybody says going to get back. I don't know because Dan Marino There's never no got back. There's no guarantee, right? Yeah, yeah. Cam Newton never got back. And um, who's the other? Well, of course, he's still young. I think Joe Burr will get back. But, yeah. of course, we'll see what happens. But also, Travis Kelsey, get out of here with that stuff that, well, nobody picked us to win all that type of stuff. There were people all over ESPN Another place we're picking the Chiefs to win, even the Eagles' favorite. Yeah, like, but you got to take that nobody. with a grain of salt, Eric. Everybody yeah. says that, you know. Nobody gave us a chance, you know. I've seen teams yeah. that were like 15, 16, and one and win Super Bowls, and they say the same yeah. thing. Georgia no, said it after they won right, the yeah, national exactly. championship. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, come on, Kelsey. You, you, you need to. I, you know, I, I just think guys, he, he, he needs to get out of here. But did you hear what happened in Philadelphia before and after the game? Uh, I, I can imagine. <laughs> well, uh, well, first of all, they said that Xfinity was having a problem trying to show the game to Philadelphia. Luckily, they came back before the Super Bowl started, but a lot of fans were getting upset. Sure. But they said, of course, after the uh, the pass or the holding call, called Eagles. They said the fans went nuts. They said that there was people turning over the cars, there was fights <laughs> in the streets, you know, shooting Stay and stabbing classy, and all that Philly. type of stuff. It just, you know, and the problem is, I think that probably would have happened had they won the Super Bowl, but they were just going nuts. But you feel bad kind of for Philadelphia. They lost the World Series to the Astros. Now they lose the Super Bowl. And now people are saying, what's next? The Sixers get to finally lose. But who knows? They may not may not make it. But uh, all in all, guys, that's just my thoughts on the game yesterday. Guys, y'all take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate it, buddy. I was telling you this off the air, Pat, and, you know, we had our little potluck Super Bowl party yeah. at the station. You know, we got together in the conference room and, uh, that's kind of tradition at News Channel Five. Everybody that's working that day, you know, whether you're anchors or bus, you know, producers, behind the scenes people, we all get together. Everybody brings something, you know, um, and you know, we just kind of have a little fellowship. Sure. We usually watch the first quarter together, um, and then you know, Steve and I have to go back to work uh, usually after the first quarter. But you know, we we hang out, eat some food, and uh, our our 10 p.m. producer, who's uh, 
pretty new to the station. She like admittedly knows nothing about football. She's like, she goes, I'm watching this. I don't understand a thing that's going on right now. She said, but I hope the Eagles win. So I'll have good video to show of them rioting and celebrating in the streets. And I told her, I said, Oh, you're going to get that no matter what happens. <laughs> or I think she said, I, I kind of want the Eagles to lose because I want to see that. I said, whether, whether they win or lose, you're going to get it. So yeah. don't worry. I said, plan on having it in your show because you you will get video of Philadelphians just going, just acting like, I don't want to say what they're acting like, but acting like donkeys yep. out in the streets cars will be flipped whether right. in rage or in celebration right I they'll mean, be it, broken into there'll be there'll be fires right it's philly yeah they'll have their philly cheesesteaks kind of midway yeah. through and then uh go back to it but yeah be unfortunate uh for philadelphia and i you just kind of hope for jalen hurts because he's the type of guy you root for yeah it wasn't exactly not highly regarded coming into the draft and don't even Philly fans. I mean, they, there's plenty of live reactions drafting Jalen Hurts, and they're furious because they think Carson Wentz is the guy, and now he's probably top five, top ten quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah. Um, he's had an amazing season, and he was great yesterday. Yep. Obviously would have easily been the MVP had the Eagles won that game. But sucks to be them. All right. Your phone call, 615-844-5600. Wide open till the top of the hour. Your Super Bowl 57 reactions, whatever else you got on your mind. Give us a call on Nashville Sports Radio. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. It's a Bill King show. Somebody asked me this ascension of Tennessee football. Is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable. They're recruiting ranking school. You can get a plus personnel to Rocky top Tennessee. And the state is now way better than it ever was in its past. Producing players. Weekday mornings beginning at six on sports radio, five sixty on 95, nine FM. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. I don't know what kind of shape I'm in after all that food I ate yesterday at our right. Super Bowl potluck party. Uh, I was I was a good boy. By the way, welcome back. Greg Bogue, John Burton Show, Nashville Sports Radio, 615-844-5600. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. I only had one plate of food, Patton, but it was a big-ass plate. Where did you? I haven't asked you yet. Where yep. did you watch the game? What did you eat? Just um, at the homestead um, yesterday, and kind of got groceries uh, for the week, so went over and. Oh my I, god, bro! Sorry to cut no, you no. off. I went to Publix yesterday because I hadn't bought my my stuff for the mm-hmm. for the potluck party. There was not a space open. I had the. I live in Bellevue. I went to the Publix in Bellevue. <laughs> It was <laughs> a bloodbath. You could, it was a bloodbath. I mean, there was every space at a car. To, I had actually had to park across the street at Chick Fil A. Wow, because they're not open on Sundays, right, yeah. so they had plenty. So I had to walk across the street to go in the, and there were just people everywhere. Now, but when I got my stuff, I got in and out fast. Yeah. There was nobody in the checkout. Huh. You know, I got I got my stuff. You know, I bought a couple bags of chips, some you know, some salsas, some yeah, yeah. some dip, and uh, I think you know, I got some fried chicken from the deli. I, you know, I just you know, I got I just threw a bunch of stuff in the, in the cart and said, all right, you know, I'll just this whatever. Good. Yeah, dude, I had to park at Chick Fil A. That is crazy. <laughs> it was insane. Now they got some construction going over there. They're building something right in that Publix parking lot, so that's condensed the parking mm. lot a lot, uh, you know, a little bit, but. It was it was insane. Yeah, you're right. That's a great way to describe it. It was a bloodbath. Sorry, continue. Uh, no, no, no. You're totally okay. So, uh, ended up buying and I pardon me to the, all the uh, Italian connoisseurs out there. Just got a couple bags of uh, frozen cheese tortellini. Oh, what are you doing over I, here? I know, I know. I, I'm a I'm a scrub. I, I don't I don't know how to do any of that stuff. So just kind of boiled hey, some. Come on, what are you th- what are you doing? Oh, I know, I know. But it was it tasted great. Quite frankly, so I had that and just ha- had a bowl of tortellini and watched watched the bowl. Okay, you watched the bowl while eating a bowl of tortellini. Totally. Tortellini? You didn't have pizza, chicken wings, chips. 
No. Dip? I don't know why. It just was jonesing for some pasta. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, you know, get your carbs. Yeah. Get your carbs in. Okay. All right. You and the the future misses. Indeed. Future Patton. yeah, future misses is a uh, is an Alabama almost grad. She ended up transferring. So mm-hmm. uh, huge Jalen Hurts fan, and I I questioned. I was like, she doesn't even claim Alabama. I mean, why why in the oh, world? Oh, Hurts doesn't claim Alabama. Hurts doesn't even claim Alabama. <laughs> yeah, he's Boomer care? Sooner, he's baby. Boomer so, Sooner. Sorry, Alabama fan. It's like Ohio State fan trying to claim Joe Burrow. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so I, I I gave her a hard time about that, but uh, no, had, had a good time. Just kind of. In my younger year, we kind of we, we I used to go to a Super Bowl party with some buddies, and yeah. we'd uh, ding dong ditch people at on at the halftime show and <laughs> stuff like that. But I, as as the years have gone on, I, I just enjoy kind of sitting and watching in yeah. my own because uh, you want to watch the game totally. Because it's like, you know, no names, please. But that producer I spoke about, you know, I'm Steve and I are sitting there trying to eat our food and watch the game, and she's like asking a million questions, yeah. and she's just like, you know, oh, well, what does that mean? Uh, it's a touchdown it's a score (laughs) (laughs) maybe not to that level but you you get where i'm going it's just a coin toss all right Uh, they're just flipping a coin to see who's gonna by the way tails won tails never fails how about that yep Uh, my buddy in cleveland who produces the morning show at espn radio in cleveland chris oldak uh they call him paw because he's like only 32 years old but he's like the oldest 32 year old (laughs) man on the planet um he's already married two kids you know he's he's that dude great guy shout out chris um you know he he put a prop bet on on tails um winning and uh he won a little bit there you go he won a little bit of skrilla i uh went on fan duel and i i did about 125 dollars worth of bets um i got back 50 is what it is i had some prop bets that i thought for sure were going to come through like the biggest prop bet it was like a combined bet. I didn't, you know, I didn't do parlays because, you know, Brad Powers would kill me if I yes. did parlays. Yeah, you don't do parlays. So <laughs> I, uh, but I, I thought I had what I thought was a good bet. It was kind of a mini parlay, right? Patrick Mahomes over 225 yards passing. Chiefs win Super Bowl, and he he passed for a buck 82. But we talked about it before we went on the air. You know, one of the scores for the Chiefs was that scoop and score on the fumble return. So that takes away a possession for the offense. And then you had that Kadarius Tony long punt return. And by the way, that Rick Upchurch, I didn't realize this. Thank you for clearing that up. That was a kickoff return in Super Bowl 12. I thought that was a punt return. So my mistake on that. So, yeah, I guess that is the longest. Obviously, it is the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. But that takes away yardage opportunities mm-hmm. because he got it all the way down inside the five-yard line. So, a lot of, you know, but like you said, if you just, if, you know, if we just said before the game that Patrick Mahomes is going to pass for under 200 yards and the Chiefs still win, we told you you're crazy. Yeah, I mean, if the – if the Chiefs are going to win, Mahomes is going to have to have a, a day. And he had a day, but just didn't have the yards. Yeah, three touchdown passes. But just what a 180-degree difference from the last time they were in the Super Bowl when Patrick was running for his life mm-hmm. against the Buccaneers because the Chiefs' offensive line was just dog you-know-what that day. Zero sacks allowed by that Chiefs' offensive line. Amazing performance against that defense that was, you know, I believe they set a record for sack, most sacks in the season. Yeah, in terms of defense. I Think mean, about it, that. Yeah. Think about those Giants defenses with Lawrence Taylor and Carl Banks. Think about the Bears 85 defense. Think about the Steel Curtain defenses of the 70s. 
and this Eagles team sets the record for for most sacks, and they don't even sniff Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, you had a few kind of Eagles defensive line players getting pretty significant kind of odds to win Super Bowl MVP. I mm -hmm. mean, the, uh, the thinking of getting after Mahomes, forcing a fumble or two, they just never did get home. And when they did, Mahomes was healthy enough to evade him with that ankle. I, you just really never – you just couldn't predict on how Mahomes would react in that moment. And he got banged up a little bit in the first half, but they uh, – uh, drugs are a hell of a, a thing uh, for, for an ankle, and, and Mahomes got through it. Yeah. I, I'll have what he's having. Yes. And I'll have his uh, contract as well. All right. We're, let's, let's take another break. We'll wrap up our number one. Still time to get your phone calls in before we cross over into our number two, 615-844-5600. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual Pi customer. As a small business, we're always looking for ways that we can offer the quality product and get some cost savings. Meet Michelle from J.J. Fister Distilling Company, a small business in California. When looking for workers' comp coverage tailored to the company's needs, she discovered Pi Insurance. We heard about Pi Insurance being geared for a small business, gave Pi a call, and ended up switching. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you can save at IWantPi.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate, so your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. We saved about 30% off of our workers' comp insurance when we switched to Pi. It's as easy as Pi to get the savings you deserve. What are you waiting for? Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote in three minutes at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster club head speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. All five Middle Tennessee locations of Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are open for dine-in service plus takeout and curbside pickup as well. That's right. You can dine in or out at our locations in Bellmead, Murfreesboro, Hendersonville, Old Hickory, and our newest location at Nippers Corner. At the hours Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 featuring half-price beer from scratch kitchen items made fresh daily, Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are the best eats and the best seats for every game. For more information, visit samsportsgrill.com. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. This is the Grant Pogue and John Burton Show. I got a lot of takes about what the games we saw. Are they hot weekend. takes? You don't have to put an adjective in front of them to be cooler like Jared Hot Take. You know, what? <laughs> Why didn't you fire Greg Ackerman? You know, when you ask questions like that, it's a look at me. I'm the one asking the question. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio.
The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Go ahead and swipe left. We understand. No Greg Pogue. He's out today. John Burton, Pat Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. 615-844-5600, the number to call. Who we got, Patton? Nobody. Just let me know, Greg. I stand corrected. Hi, Clay. JB, how we doing? Doing great, man. What's up? I told Patton this, you know, when we answered the phone. I think what we should do, and I'll, I'll, you're out of this, okay? You're not including in this. Okay. Because, you know, you and I don't have the love-hate relationship that me and Pogie do. (laughs) You know, Pogie and I have an on-air relationship and an off-air relationship. Yeah. So, I think for 2023, we should, like, keep a report card in his absences. You know, if he gets up to a certain amount, then... He's kicked off the show. <laughs> what else you got, Clay? Poggy, where the hell are you? <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, the Super Bowl was interesting. Um, minus the uh, fumble return, you know, by the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I mean. Almost had Eagles two by the same kept, guy, by the way. Yeah, the Eagles just kept uh, Mahomes on the sideline. I mean. Quite frankly, the Eagles were kicking their butt. Yeah, they dominated and, possession you know, without, in that first half. You're right. Right, right. And, you know, but it just seems to me that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is NFL darling right now. And he's, look, he's really good. I he's didn't the face have a of the league. The you know, a lot of people Although, a lot uh, of people don't like that, but he's the face of the NFL. So, you know, yeah. you're going to see a lot more and, of him in the years to come. Right. And, uh, you know, um, like I said, he, you know, he's really good, but I'm like you, JB. I don't like the Eagles either. You know, we're fans of two other teams in that division. Right. So I w- did want the Chiefs to win in the end, although I didn't have a dog in the hunt. But mm, I kind of Anyway, did. that's my take on that. But I got to mention my boys yeah, on man. West End. This team is gelling, John. They are. And – uh, Robbins is becoming, and I know I'm looking through black and gold glasses. Go I ahead, you're in, you're you you have every right to. Lim Robbins right now might be the best big man in the SEC. Might be the best this big kid, man in the country. This kid well, is a beast. Who, who's that guy, Patton uh, Wananabe or whatever his name is? He a big? Uh, the guy that's probably going to be the number one. Yeah, pick next but year. he's he's playing in the the G League. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, but I mean, I you know I couldn't be you know first of all he comes back. Luckily for us, mm-hmm. you know, two weeks early from his foot injury. Yeah. And he's he's just flat playing ball, and I'm going to enjoy this ride to the finish line. I do think this team is going to finish with a winning record. They're, over, they're back over that. 500 now, and they got some yes. winnable games left under schedule. Their schedule is yes. pretty favorable. They got to play well, but they they could they could win a bunch more. Yes, that game Saturday, offensively, and Stack said this in the post game. Mm-hmm. I watched the 
a media post game on YouTube later that night, and there was nine turtle total turnovers in that game, JB. A very well-played yeah. offensive game by both teams, yeah. but quite frankly, Vandy's three-point shooting was the difference. Yeah, when you have a big like Robbins that could step out and hit threes and, you know, um, they had a lot of other guys step up. I mean, like I, you're right. The confidence of this team is growing. Stack is actually smiling now. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> it's fun for me to see, man. I, I, you know, I'm rooting for Stack. I'm rooting, you know, I pull for Vanderbilt. You know, I enjoy Tennessee as well, but, you know, I, I kind of pull for, for, for Vanderbilt maybe a little bit more and uh, – you know, it's 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 good to see. Ever since that Alabama blowout loss, man, they've kind of the lights gone on. Get the suits ready for work this week, JB. They're at the dry cleaners as we speak. Thank you, Clay. Have a good day. All right, that's a nice call from Clay. Formative. Good one there, Clay. He didn't blow up. He didn't. He didn't. What's he got to be mad about these days? Right. His team's playing great. All right, hour number two, straight ahead. Teresa Walker joins us at ten twenty-five. From ABC News, I'm Derek Dennis. High-flying objects keep getting shot down over the U.S. and Canada for in the last eight days. The latest one taken out Sunday over Lake Huron in Michigan. Senior administration official tells us that the president ordered for that object to be shot down out of an abundance of caution and also at the recommendation of our military leaders who were concerned about its altitude as well as its path. The White House clearly erring on the side of caution here after lawmakers on both sides of the aisle over on Capitol Hill expressed frustration. ABC's Rachel Scott, the earthquake zone in Turkey and Syria more and more deadly. 38,000 killed and climbing more than a week later. And this morning, word of arrest warrants. Authorities in Turkey are targeting more than 130 people with ties to the collapsed buildings that crushed thousands of families as they slept. Dozens of arrest warrants have been issued for contractors and other workers. At least two property developers have been arrested at airports, accused of trying to flee the country. ABC's Rena Roy. Meantime, more Russian shelling in Ukraine, despite reports soldiers and top Russian officials are defecting to the West and an increasing number of Russian soldiers killed, reportedly more than 100 a day, ahead of the anniversary of the war in Ukraine later this month. A thrilling Super Bowl last night, but only one winner, the Kansas City Chiefs, 38-30. to over the Philadelphia Eagles. The celebration here went much of the night for Chiefs fans who came all the way from Kansas City, including Kenny. Oh, so awesome. So awesome. It's such a great experience. It was so awesome. It's such a great game. And then there's Jana from Kansas City. How you feeling? Awesome. This is a feeling you can't replicate. The field here covered in confetti as the players celebrated. Patrick Mahomes, who battled through injury, getting his second Super Bowl MVP. Next stop for him, Disneyland. Alex Stone, ABC News at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. You're listening to ABC News. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dreams. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. 
Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Bogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Ow. Hour number two of our fine radio program coming to you from inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Greg Pope, John Burton Show, Nashville Sports Radio. How you doing, Nashville? Great to have you along on this Super Bowl Monday. As I said in the first hour, yes, you do have to go to work today. It's not a national holiday yet. Supposedly they're working on it, so you know we're here to keep you company and might be a little hungover you might have a little you know stomach issues with all the food you ate you know we'll, you'll be all right we'll get you through it yeah it's you know it's one thing to have the sunday scaries right but when you have the sunday scaries combined with eating probably a lot of delicious food that probably isn't the best for you and probably having a couple one too many ate too many drinks <laughs> And you got to go to work on a Monday. That's that's a bad combo. It, Say you had a bad betting night on FanDuel yeah. promo code Greg P. Yeah, that's always a possibility as well. So listen, on these uh, embrace debate shows that I love so much, Patton, they're going to be talking about Patrick Mahomes and his place in history. Right, Brady's gone. He's retired. He's the goat for now. But listen, if if, if Mahomes stays healthy. I have no reason to believe he can't win maybe two, maybe three more Super sure. Bowls and be in the serious GOAT discussion when it's all said and done. Now, a lot has to happen. We have to see how his career ends up. But I was thinking about this this morning. If he retired today, he'd be in the Hall of Fame in five years. Yep. First ballot. Two league MVPs, three Super Bowl appearances, two Super Bowl wins, two Super Bowl MVPs. I mean, come on. 
we didn't see this when he was at Texas Tech, and him and Baker Mayfield right. were having that epic duel. You know, Texas Tech against Oklahoma. We we didn't see it, and and it's so funny because remember at the beginning of the year, an anonymous defensive coach says, "Well, now that Tyreek Hill's gone, he's has he has to be a pocket passer, and he's not as effective if he, if he does that. All he does is play street ball." Give me a break. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy, Patton, who's never played a playoff game. Five years now. He's never played a playoff game away from Arrowhead Stadium except for a Super Bowl at a neutral site. And actually, the Super Bowl a couple of years ago wasn't a neutral site. It was at Tampa Bay's home right. stadium. He has never lost a road divisional game regular season since becoming a starter. A road divisional game. He's never lost. He's like six, 15, 16 and 0. This kid is just special, man. He's just that dude. And, you know, I think a lot of people are feeling about him now that they felt about Brady. You know, he's the guy that wins all the time, and he's always on TV doing commercials. Like I said, his family members are all whack jobs, right? But by and large, he seems like a great kid. And the fans in Kansas City love him, and they're lucky to have him. And, you know, I I just think the world of the guy. I just like the way he goes about his business. He showed his resiliency. He showed his toughness, you know, playing those, you know, a, a high ankle sprain, that's – that's a month, month and a half injury. You might as well break your leg. You might get back sure. to, on the field faster than a high ankle sprain. And it was clear he was in pain, um, but toughed it out. And, I mean, you can't question this guy's ability. You can't question this guy's toughness. He reminds me a lot of Brady. He's just a winner. He's just that dude. And you also don't have to worry about him in the offseason getting in any trouble. Right. He's... Andy, Andy Reid doesn't have to worry about getting that 3 a.m. phone no. call saying, Coach, yeah, uh, Patrick's in the <laughs> – He's in the pokey. He got he got pulled over for DUI. Right. He's not Stetson Bennett knocking on doors at, <laughs> at, at six at six a.m. But I let him do it. He went back to back daddies. Right. He wasn't hurt. But I, I I agree with you pretty much on on everything you just said there. And I I've enjoyed and I wouldn't necessarily say I was a critic necessarily before the season, but mm-hmm. he was gonna have to do it differently. And yep. I and I think. To his credit, it's probably made him better, John. Because really, before, I mean, he was always looking for that home run ball, the Tyreek Hill, and sometimes by default, it got him in trouble a, a couple different times. But this season, I mean, he, he didn't have problems passing to anybody. I mean, we forget Miko Hardman was really the number one guy coming in as the wide receiver for the Chiefs this year, and he's hurt. He, he didn't get to play at all in Super Bowl uh, that uh, yep. last night. So, yep. I've enjoyed that aspect, and one thing I think we've seen from Mahomes, I remember last season uh, they kind of figured out it just keep Mahomes in the pocket, and that's where you can get him in trouble. He's evolved, and that's that's a true leader, and we've seen it from all the great athletes. When you think they figured you, when they think they figured you out, whether that's LeBron, Tom Brady, anything from the aspect, they evolve their game after it, and they improve. And right now, Mahomes, without a doubt, best quarterback in the NFL, and. I don't think it's far from uh, down the road that he could be the greatest of all time. Well, you know, it's funny because everybody talked about these young gun quarterbacks in the AFC, right? Justin Herbert, um, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Uh, I'm throwing Trevor Lawrence in the mix. You know, I, I think he's on his way to being in that conversation. And Mahomes basically said, you know, you guys are good, but I'm still the king of the mountain. I'm still the man. And to be the man, you got to beat the man. The great Ric Flair said that on more than one occasion. So, um, you know, I just think he's a special guy. I think he's just 
has a special talent. He's got that clutch gene that they talk about. I mean, he's just all those things. And whether you like him or you hate him, um, the people that hate him are just jealous that sure. he's, you know, you're just like I, I heard I heard Rizzo out of Cleveland today. And, he, you know, he, you know, he's a little bit older than me. He's a lifelong Cleveland Browns fan, you know, from Cleveland. He's never seen his team even get to a Super Bowl, let alone win one. And he admitted it. He's like, you know, as soon as as soon as the clock hits zero, I turned it off. He's like, I'm not gonna watch these guys celebrate. He's, he's like, I'm jealous. I'm bitter. I'm a Cleveland fan, and yeah. you know, I'm sure a lot of Titans fans would probably feel that way too. At least you got to one, and you know, unfortunately, Dice came up a, a yard short. But you haven't been back since. You've been to you know a couple of AFC Championship games, um, and it's human nature. You know, you want what they have. You know, jealousy kind of turns into envy, right? We all have that jealous gene, right? Sure. You know, I'd I'd love to be you know Bobby Lashley or 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 The Rock, right? But I'm not, you know. But I don't turn that. I I still pull for those guys and root for those guys, you know. But sometimes that jealousy can turn into envy, and those are two different things. Because when when you envious, not only are you jealous, you don't want that person that you're jealous of to have anything. And also, so, yeah. so the point to all this, I know I'm rambling, but the point to all this, you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot more Patrick Mahomes hate in the coming months. And like we've seen, we don't get to watch these guys forever. Tom Brady, we're never gonna get to see in a competitive close NFL. to forever for Brady. He played exactly. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I, I just think and I I've started to kind of do this except for Steph Curry, of course. Of course, of course. But to kind of just respect the greatness that we have before us, we we won't get Patrick Mahomes uh, very long, very much longer. He's young, of course, but he's not going to do this forever. He doesn't right. need to. He's made his money. He's won right. Super Bowls already. So, I, what we saw last night was just I, I thought real indicative of what Mahomes is all about. He's grit. He's grind, but he's also got some flash in there to win win games. And I I enjoyed the game last night. I oddly wanted A.J. Brown to do well um, last night. I don't know why, but when, <laughs> when, he, when he caught the pass, I was happy for him. Really? Good sense. for you, man. But you know, I, you've evolved. Uh, evolved. I, I said this in the first hour. You were the first person that I thought of when A.J. Brown caught that touchdown. Great. And seen it a couple times with the Titans. But if you would have told me two years ago A.J. Brown would have caught a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl, I'd thinking, hell yeah, I'm there celebrating. Of course, a little bit different scenario. Yeah, by the way, six catches, eight targets, 96 yards, the touchdown. Obviously, he was, you know. His best game in the postseason. Yeah, it was his production was kind of sprinkled and spattered throughout the game. But, you know, when they targeted him, he made some yeah. plays. He picked up some first downs. You know, he was highly motivated, obviously, to win this game. I'm sure he would like nothing more to the team he gets traded to. He wins the Super Bowl in year one. All right, uh, a couple things from the weekend. Good news uh, regarding uh, Deontay Wood of Tennessee Tech. He was released from the hospital. Scary moment in the Tennessee State game. He kind of got sandwiched by a couple of guys going after a loose ball, and he, and, um, he was down on the court for several minutes. They had to, you know, stop the game. They had to cart him off. Um, but apparently he's doing fine, so that's good news. Tennessee State was up at the time with about three minutes left, and they were just declared the winner. The game was suspended, but Tennessee State, um, they're on a little bit of a winning yeah. streak right now, so um, good for them. And But, yeah, it's a scary moment, given what we saw with DeMar Hamlin. Sure. But how great was it to see him, by the way, sitting totally. next to Roger Goodell and, uh, and um, Mama Kelsey um, enjoying the game, so um, – that's certainly good news uh, regarding Deontay Wood. So, uh, again, released from the hospital. 
And we mentioned Tennessee, and I mean, back-to-back buzzer beaters. And, I mean, that game was so weird because Missouri was up by 12 at the half, and it was a great, gritty, gritty comeback by Tennessee in that second half to grab the lead late. And then Santiago Vescovi misses another key free throw. Just it was it was a mirror image of the of the Vanderbilt game. Yep. And you look at the standings. You know Alabama's going to run away with the regular season title. You know Tennessee's now eight and four in the SEC. And you know it's not like they played poorly. They've had some bad luck. But you got Alabama twelve and zero. Texas A and M. What a season they've had. They're ten and two. And Tennessee's at eight and four, and I mean, I said this in the first hour, Patton. You forget about a one seed now, totally. right? I mean, they'll be lucky to get a four. Yep, agreed. And that where they've kind of fallen down the stretch, and something we saw early on, we saw it against Colorado here. Granted, that was an early non-conference game at Bridgestone Arena, but they have tendencies to go cold for a stretch, and they were cold early. And give them credit, they kind of fought back into it but something we've seen pretty consistently at least in the regular season Tennessee closes basketball games better than just about anybody yep. we've seen it with the Grant Williams mm-hmm. Schofields all that stuff but that was for, a fun bunch there sure was Jordan Bone those guys were fun to, uh, to watch and cover but for whatever reason it, this team right here they have down the stretch they just find ways to lose ball games and I offensively they're not good enough defensively they're probably as good as anybody in the league but the talent right now in college basketball, better offense beats better defense every mm-hmm. single time. And I you can't like the, the direction they're heading into March. The hope was that even though they haven't played great so far this season, they were winning ball games, they'd improve. They're not improving. They're getting worse, and they're losing. Yeah. Uh, you talk about offense. How about Belmont over the weekend? They blew out UIC, to, uh, Illinois-Chicago. They came in a little shorthanded. But Belmont shot 57% mm. from the field. <laughs> you know, you're not going to lose too many games when you shoot almost 60% from the field. That no. was, you know, that's typical Belmont basketball, you know, just, you know, guys getting open looks and knocking them down. Sure was. And they've uh, they've had their kind of bumps so far through, yeah. through conference play. But one thing I think they can figure out pretty easily, they got to bring it every night. And I, I know the OVC, there's a few teams you can kind of walk in mm. there and say, oh, we can probably play our, our B level performance and get away with it ohio or uh, missouri valley it's it's tough 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 cooking over there yeah you got a two-way tie atop that conference with drake and bradley both teams are 12 and 4 southern illinois is 11 and 5 as are as is belmont and indiana state so and then missouri state's right there they're 10 and 6 so yeah this is a this is a step up in weight class no yep. disrespect to the ovc Commissioner Beth is a good friend of ours. She's on the show a lot, and we love the job that that she's done, and I love the OVC. I've really grown attached to that conference since coming here and and, and covering sports in this region and in this area. But, you know, the Missouri Valley Conference is no joke. You know, they got got some teams. They got some ballers there. So uh, shout-out to Belmont for getting that big win over UIC and and, and being in the mix. We mentioned the Predators. 2-1 win at Philadelphia on Saturday. And uh, Matt Duchesne was really the difference in this game. Of course, UC Soros, uh, another solid game in net. But, you know, Duchesne uh, setting up Nino Niederreiter for the first goal and then scoring the uh, overtime goal 34 seconds in. And, you know, that was a nice bounce-back win for them. They needed that because they just stunk up the joint against Vegas coming out of the All-Star break. And 
I remember going to the you know to their practice when they returned last Sunday from from the All Star break, and they said, "Yeah, we got to, you know, we got our work cut out for us. We're in the playoff chase here. We got to come out the gates hard, and then you lose at home to Vegas, and you know, get your butts beat to bounce back it, um, the way they did Saturday. Kind of puts them back in the playoff race now. They got Arizona coming in tonight. I mentioned this in the first hour as well. Um, so that's an important game for them. It's, uh, they're celebrating Black History Month. P.K. Subban will be in the building. He will be honored. And the thing about it is, man, we mentioned this on the show a bunch of times, that, what, three-, four-year stretch, you know, where the Predators made the Stanley Cup final, won the President's Cup, you know, won a couple Central Division titles. P.K. Subban was a big part of that. Yep. And he was kind of a lightning rod for criticism when he was here because P.K.'s just – He's that dude, you know what I mean? He's, he can be a kind of polarizing guy. I loved him to death. I loved the swagger that he brought to the team. I thought he fit Nashville because we're a high-quality entertainment city, and he was an entertaining guy. I'm glad the Predators are, are bringing him back. And He wasn't here long, man, but he made quite an impact, and I'm glad the Predators are going to recognize that tonight. Really need to win tonight. Uh, got a, cuff, a couple tough games coming up, Bruins, Panthers, and Wild, all kind of – right around the same record for them a couple eastern conference mm -hmm. opponents in there but need to win well, this one bruins are, might be the might be uh, the yeah. best team in all of hockey they're having an incredible season exactly so we'll uh, hopefully they can get it done tonight and i echo that on on pk really to me and this is no disrespect to to pekka this is the first time the preds really had a true superstar of nhl stardom mm -hmm. and it it gave a boost to this to this franchise i think and to the fans and i I think right now with the support they have, I think P.K. Subain has, has a lot to do with it. But he was a guy that could actually play. This guy was a totally. Norris Trophy finalist you know, a couple times in his career, um, you know, a multi-time All-Star. And I just remember when uh, the Predators in Nashville hosted the All-Star game a number of years ago and they had that you know, red carpet deal where all yeah. the players came in. P.K. Subban got out in this beautifully tailored suit and you were just like – you know, you, you, you take a look at that guy, even if you don't follow hockey, that guy walks into a room, you're like, that guy's somebody. Yeah, right. That's a dude. You know what I mean? And he's, you know, he's got that uh, Toronto Canadian accent. Yeah, what's up, dog? You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he was the man. So um, I'm actually going to get a chance to uh, see him tonight cool. because uh, as a member of the Guider uh, Social Justice Initiative uh, with the Preds, um, I was able to score a couple – tickets to the game and we're gonna yeah. have a little uh, get together with pecan pk pecan you mm -hmm. see what's on my mind so I'm, you know skip breakfast this morning right. pecan pie for breakfast everybody we're gonna get a chance to have a little meet and greet with uh pk so i'll get a chance to shake his hand hopefully get a picture with him and um i'm excited for tonight it should be a lot of fun and you're right preds need to win tonight for sh for shout all right Teresa walker from the associated press is straight ahead she'll Give us her thoughts on the Super Bowl, of course, uh, new Titans OC, where the Titans go from here, all kinds of wonderful stuff. Teresa joins us after this on Nashville Sports Radio. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks, where's the beef? You tell them, Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville, Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. 
If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hims.com slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual pie customer the other workers' comp insurance company. They were going to reclassify our business, and then they were going to charge me $50,000. Meet Natalie, owner of The Carpentry Shop. Shocked by an unexpected bill, she knew it was time to switch her workers' comp provider. That's when she found Pi Insurance. When we got the quote back from Pi, it was a sigh of relief. They put us in a policy where we fit. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you could save at IWantPi.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. I'm grateful that there's a company out there that's willing to insure us little guys because every dollar counts. With Pi Insurance, you get pricing and coverage made for small businesses. What are you waiting for? Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote in three minutes at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. If you were going to hire Tim Kelly, you, they've been done for over a month. I mean, well, that would have already been done. This is where you scoured the ends of the earth and you just went in-house. Because if you look at the OCs, they've been coming from within on Mike Rabel's staff. What happened? Uh, what happened? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There could be a lot of different things that happen. I'm not sure. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Greg Pogue out today. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. She joins us every Monday at this time, 1025, the Hall of Fame sports writer from the Associated Press, the great Teresa Walker. T, good morning. How are you? I am good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm figuring as a a Gents fan that you weren't that upset with the way that game ended. I'm Uh, just guessing. I can neither confirm nor deny that. Yeah, I can confirm it. Hell yeah. I was happy the Chiefs won. (laughs) Yeah, never want to see the Eagles win anything. All right, T, let's get right to it. The James Bradbury holding call. What did you think? Uh, 
it was a hold, and yep. he talked about it in the locker room, and that's what we call being a stand-up guy. Yep. You know, he, he didn't shy away from it. He didn't run. He talked to reporters. He stayed there talking to reporters for a bit. Uh, my problem with that call, uh, well, they didn't call much of it during the rest of the game, and mm-hmm. on the same play, when you look at the replay, on the offensive line, shoulda, coulda, woulda, called a holding penalty there was i don't know if it was the uh right tackle right guard but somebody was being beaten by a pass rusher who you know as he was going by him not only did he have a hold of him he was hooking on him you know so it was a hook and hold they don't call that it would have been offsetting penalties how many times did titan fans see that this year mm-hmm. and you know so that's that's my problem you know it's like do you know? And you know, yes, every play in the game counts. And you know, if 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 hurt does not just somehow drop that one ball that gets scooped and scored, mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about something entirely different. And you know, the vaunted Eagles defense uh, that came in with so many sacks didn't get to Mahomes. They they tripped him up a couple times, and they certainly dominated them in this in the first half, but. You know, credit to uh, you know Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy. They made the changes, or you know, and 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 how in the world did Mahomes play so well in that second half, including one run on an ankle that I thought was going to, I think most of us thought was going to put him on the sideline for the rest of the game, and he insisted after the game that no, he did not get a pain killing shot. Yeah, so, okay, y'all, all right, fine. Yeah, that really long. <laughs> Time. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. Patrick. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, was there, was there a lightning bolt anywhere near Glendale last night? So, right. uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, but, but it was a fun game. It was an amazing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mark that Steve McNair set uh, in the uh, 2000 Super Bowl was topped last night by Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. for most rushing yards in the Super Bowl by a quarterback. That stood for 23 years. So that was impressive. Um, I mean, it was just, it was a fun game. I mean, you know, I, I love seeing all the, you know, for a change, I, you know, after having been at uh, two of the last previous three Super Bowls, it, it was unique. You know, I got to sit back and enjoy the pregame show because usually I'm working, writing, yep. and, and watch the commercials and, and watch every part of the game. And, you know, it, it, it's a different experience watching from home, um, you know, than when you're in the stadium. But uh, I'll say this. I'd rather be at Vegas next year. We'll see. Uh, hopefully I am. But uh, if not, yeah, well, at least I got a big 51-inch TV screen. <laughs> there you go. We're, we're, you've watched a lot of uh, uh, Super Bowls, Teresa, either on TV or in person. Where does this one rank in your mind? Well, it's easily top five. Yeah. Uh, it might be top three. I mean, you've got – uh, New England winning on Malcolm Butler's pick. You've got uh, the Patriots coming back from uh, 28 to three to force the first overtime in Super Bowl history. Mm-hmm. And then this one, it's just that that penalty, and I'm not so sure that ball was catchable. Yeah. This is another part of that whole component. I thought that was uncatchable the way that ball was thrown. Um, and for the hold and everything, that you know, I mean, it, w- it wasn't like it was a massive hold. That's why I thought the ball was uncatchable, and another reason why I wouldn't have thrown the flag in that situation. But uh, you know, it, the, the, for as incredible as that game was, the last two minutes were absolutely no drama whatsoever, uh, thanks to that one flag. So uh, I'm probably going to put it at number three. 
Well, where's where's uh where's Eli to Tyree helmet catch? Come on, gee. Well, Nancy, that's the Gent fan in you coming out. I mean, <laughs> yes, that, that was good. That was very good. Come on. The they beat, they beat the undefeated was, Patriots. Come on, T. It was 17-14 was the final in that game, if I'm remembering you right. You are correct. Uh, and that was a good one. And, and yes, it, it, the Titans rammed. If, yep. if Kevin Dyson wasn't stopped a yard short, they're kicking a field goal or – or trying to force overtime, the mm-hmm. first, which would which would have been the first overtime in Super Bowl history. So, you know, it, it, that's the fun part is uh, you know trying to put, put these all into comparison. The the, the but for somebody who remembers the Super Bowls of the uh, eight most of the eighties and nineties, mm-hmm. where the game was over essentially by halftime, mm-hmm. and you're you're, you're 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 it's like okay, what's left over there in the uh, chili bowl? Uh, is there any dip <laughs> left? Oh, commercials coming on. Okay, shut up. Watch. Uh, it, that we at least got a great game, and I'm thankful for that. Well, I take a lot of pride in that. One of the most exciting Super Bowls in history was started by two uh, black quarterbacks, so I I take a, a great deal of pride in that. Uh, AJ Brown, pretty good, pretty good game uh, yesterday for the Eagles. Caught that great touchdown pass. What did you think of his performance yesterday? Uh, it was good. It was uh, you know I'll, I'll you know it, I'll just say this. He shows why it's so important to have not one, but two very, very good receivers on your team. Devontae Smith is more dangerous, and we saw what he was able to do in that game Mm -hmm. because there is an A.J. Brown on the field. And that's what the Titans have to address this offseason is getting somebody to help, uh, you know, the the, the guy that they've got, you know, to help him uh, take his next step They've got to get more help for those skill positions. That's that's the, the message I took away from last night is that with Chigaquanquo and, geez, I am totally blanking on the receiver. The Traylon Burks. His name. Thank you, Traylon Burks. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- they have to have help. Yep. You know, so for all the people saying, uh, do this at quarterback, do that, uh, it doesn't matter who your quarterback is. <laughs> you don't have more help at the skill positions It's and fix the offensive line. I'm standing on that hill. Teresa Walker is our guest, Hall of Fame sports writer from the Associated Press, joins us every Monday here on the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Well, that brings me to my next question, T. Tim Kelly named the offensive coordinator uh, last week, and it certainly seems like Vrabel, and you know him a little bit better than I do, but it certainly seems like he likes to hire guys on his staff that he has familiarity with, comfortability with. A lot of fans, and I'm sitting with one in the room right now are probably saying, you know, well, this could have been done, you know, weeks ago, all this exhaustive search and, and, you know, you pluck Tim Kelly from, you know, your staff that's already here. What did you make of the hire? And what do you think he can add to this offense? Cause I know Vrabel says we still want to be physical, but he did cop to the fact kind of what you're alluding to that we got to be more da- dynamic throwing the ball. And I said this earlier, you know, Ron Jaworski said this for years. Points come out of the passing game, but I'll add to this, T, championships come out of the passing game. Last night was a perfect example, and I'm an ex-running back, and I love running the football, but you have to be able to to win games by throwing the football. Well, I'll say this. Both teams last night ran the ball very, very well. Yeah. You know, Pacheco gave uh, – you know, The fight gave, doctor. Yes, I mean he was it was amazing what that you know seventh round pick right yeah and he, do you remember you know, the fight the doctor Ferdy Pacheco? Of course I. <laughs> ah, there you go. 
I'm, I'm, I, you know, dude, I'm not that that young, unfortunately. And neither um, am I. But, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, you know, they ran the ball really well last night. You know, the, the, the again, and, and Jalen Hurts had the rushing yards and the passing yards. Right. And 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 you know, the problem was the turnover. And for now, for Tim Kelly, if this hire had been made a year ago, I think Titan fans would have been ecstatic. Uh, because you would have moved on from Todd Downing, but instead he was brought in as pass game coordinator. And when Mike Vrabel said last week that you know he was helping on first and second downs, that doesn't mean he was the play caller. Okay, D- Todd Downing was the play caller. Right. He's the man who was fired. He was the guy who kept calling so many runs on first down. <laughs> Tim <laughs> Kelly was the pass game coordinator. You know that means he his feedback was on the pass options on first down. So. Uh, and, 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 and don't, I think the hiring of Charles London as the new, and um, geez, there's so many changes on the, t- the yeah. titles over there, uh, but he's now the new pass game coordinator and, you know, working with quarterbacks. And, you know, he's a guy who interviewed for the offensive coordinator job. So, you know, there are new ideas coming in from outside the building. Now, he spent the last two years with uh, Arthur Smith in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And then before that, he was with Matt Nagy, who's now at the Chiefs mm-hmm. in Chicago. And, yes, before that, he was with Tim Kelly and Mike Brabel down in Houston. So there's a lot of familiarity, but he has been exposed to other ideas. And for the people who see this as you know, Mike Brabel promoting a buddy, uh, you do want some familiarity. I mean, Mike Brabel kind of has, has said this a few times yeah. in, over the last few weeks that – they spend a lot of time together. So being able to have a working relationship mm-hmm. and having familiarity with each other, yes, that matters a lot. And then secondly, uh, he made it very clear Tuesday, he, he wants some new ideas. You know, he understands more, you know, as well as anyone that it's, that this league is about, you know, developing and, and, you know, and, and expanding. But, you know, it, it's still a game. I'm going to steal something from Bull Durham here. You run the ball, you throw the ball, you catch the ball. Mm-hmm. And how you do that, that, you know, and how well you do that, you know, let's not forget something he said an awful lot as well. They need more speed. Yep. I, I, you know, this roster is the biggest problem that they've got, not the coaching staff. And the places that people wanted firings, Keith Carter, you know, people forget how long they wanted him. You know, that 2,000-yard season seemed to make people calm down on Keith Carter, but they wanted his head on a pike his first season. And Todd Downing, those two guys are gone, and now you've got Tony Dews is coaching tight ends. Luke Steckel switches over to the running backs and run game coordinator. Uh, you know, so they, they, they're mix, they did some mixing around. I love the hiring of Lori Locust. And for people who call it a woke move, uh, she's got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, from yeah, the time yeah. Of what they people need to stop with have, that, you know. Yeah, do you have one? I don't think so. <laughs> shut, shut up and sit down. So, you know. Tell them, T. Are, thank you. There's new people on this staff. They are going to bring new ideas in. And, you know, it's one of those things that you find ways to get better or you fall back, okay? Mm -hmm. So, and Mike Vrabel understands that more than anybody. And for the people who accused me on Twitter last week of kissing up so I can get the first question, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. Enough said. Uh, I ask the questions I need to ask, Uh, okay? I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's your Hall of Fame ring, Twitter troll? 
<laughs> I get paid to do this. You don't. So, exactly. Uh, obviously, I'm making my bosses happy. So. Uh, T, I love it, man. I love it. Let them know. Tell them. Hey, real quick, um, want to ask you about Tennessee. Back-to-back buzzer beater, heartbreaker, Santiago Vescovi missing free throws. Where are you at with Tennessee? Can they forget about a one seed now, I'm, I'm assuming? I would think so. Um, you know, but here's the thing. They've got, num- uh, you know, the poll comes out in 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Alabama going to be uh, number one, you think? A lot of people are expecting them to be number one. Number yeah. one Alabama is in Knoxville on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. You want to get right in a hurry? Beat number one Alabama on your home court on Wednesday night. Bounce back from – I mean, these are two heartbreakers. And how the Vols bounce back from this uh, will show us a lot. I mean, they were down 17, and they came back, had the lead. You know, Vescovy has got to be, you know, kicking himself more than anybody. Uh, you know, he's a great free-throw shooter. And, you know, and then it was a lane violation that stopped him on the second one. So, you know, the biggest lesson from the Tennessee Vols over these last two games, don't let a late three beat you and and make sure you you know get better at the free throw line and 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 clean some things up it's february it might hurt them in seating Mm -hmm. but these are lessons that they can learn from and take with them into march for the games that will determine their season and how this team is ultimately remembered yeah and you know there are two different kinds of buzzer beaters too right t the first one vanderbilt that was just a well-designed play that got a guy open in the corner the the Missouri one was just a desperation heave. Absolutely, it was from the second S in Tennessee. I mean, yeah, that's it was. Right. I mean, that was a deep, you know, and desperation heave. Absolutely sums it up. You know, now could he have taken an extra second or two and gotten a little closer? Sure, but he wanted to make sure he beat the clock, mm-hmm. and he got that ball out of his hand, and he made the shot. Uh, and, and let's give props to Jerry Stackhouse and the, the way Vanderbilt executed in that game Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, Liam Robbins misses the shot. Tennessee, J- Julian Phillips has got to be kicking himself for not dunking the ball when he had the right. chance. Right. A freshman who probably was remembering dribble, 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 make them foul you. Mm-hmm. Uh, next time he's going to throw that down. Learning lesson there. Um, but the fact is, Vandy had to commit five fouls get them to the line in those final seconds. And then when they did get the rebound, they, you know, they, they take the timeout with four seconds left and manage to execute that play. Mannion going to the, you know, driving to the basket. And Vescovy is the guy who pulled off of Tyron Lawrence, leaving him wide open in the corner for that three. So, yep. again, defensive discipline, you know, hit your free throws, and, uh, and, and yeah, look at Vanderbilt now. They've got three straight SEC wins, pretty big ones. They went down to Florida and did what Tennessee couldn't do right. a week and a half ago. So, uh, you know, Vandy is trending up. Tennessee, we'll see if they can learn some in painful lessons. T, you know, I always got your back uh, with those uh, Twitter trolls. I always got your back, kid. Thank you. And uh, if I don't respond to you on Twitter and you've been trying to troll me, uh, it's because I'm smart enough to mute you. <laughs> There you go. Teresa, always a pleasure. Great stuff today. Have a great day, okay? You too. Take care, JB. All right. Teresa Walker from the Associated Press. We'll take a break. We're wide open until the top of the hour, Patton. 615-844-5600.
Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at Strike and Spare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. These things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Greg Pogue out today. John Burton, Pat and Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studios. So now that the Super Bowl is over, Penn, we look to the uh, off season. The uh, NFL Combine will be coming up 
uh, right around the corner. Of course, the draft. And then we get into, uh, you know, mini camp and OTAs and all that kind of stuff. Looks like the Colts are looking at the Eagles offensive coordinator, uh, Shane Steichen. Did I say that right? Steichen. I, I Steichen, yeah. Whichever. I mean, he did a great job with that yeah. with that offense. And uh, he'd have a similar quarterback to work with with Kyler Murray once he gets healthy. And listen, you know, they got a lot invested in Kyler Murray. They got to get that guy going and they got to start getting some wins. I know they fired – um, what's his name there? Playboy uh, head coach Kingsbury. Kingsbury, um, and uh, they haven't hired a new head, head coach yet. Not yet. Uh, we'll see what the Colts do at, at quarterback. They're kind of in a, a weird spot. They've still got, I, I believe, Matt Ryan coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, and he's not willing to give it up just yet. So I, I'm not sure where they're going to go. Uh, to be honest, they're, they're in more of a mess than what the Titans are. I know all Titans fans are in uproar, but. That's a team, the Colts. They're spending a lot of money on that offensive line, and they're not doing their job. They don't have a quarterback. No. And they've, you know, they tried Phillip Rivers, they tried Carson Wentz, and then they tried Matt Ryan. Nothing has worked. Hey, how about you draft a guy and develop him? It worked pretty, pretty good when you had Andrew Luck. I'm just saying. By the way, something I forgot to ask Teresa about. You know, uh, this Taylor Lewan situation is. Uh, has become interesting. He uh, he's been telling pretty much everybody that he's talked to that he fully expects to be cut by the team. Um, you know, he's due almost fifteen million next year, and obviously he's not willing to take a pay cut to stay. So he's basically said he's ready to move on. Uh, Patton, Titans fan. Yeah, I mean Taylor Wan's been a big part of your uh, uh, watching and, and viewing of this team. What are your thoughts on uh, what Taylor Lewan had to say late last week? Really the last guy of the Nightmare Titans era that yep. was the Ken Wizen. The lone survivor of the 5-27 yeah. and 27 death march. So he survived it all. It, it, <laughs> it's it's a weird situation just because you don't hear athletes as candid as, yeah. as Lewan is. And I, I, I was, for one, I mean, you've heard him talk about it on different platforms, on his podcast. He's gone. Busting with the boys. Busting with the boys. He's done it on Barstool, all that stuff. Yeah. But to say it on the Titans official, I, I was surprised that came out on, on the Titans official account. Yeah. Jimmy um, Wyatt printed it. Printed Got it. Got the quotes and, and printed it. And, and he obviously he had to get the okay. Totally. I mean, that's that's the official website of the Tennessee Titans. Yes. Just saying. So, for me, that's the Titans kind of letting them know, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. Gonna, we are going to release yeah. you. And letting the fans know before, you know, yeah. So, obviously, there was there was some method to that. Are you surprised that he wouldn't be willing to take a pay cut to stay? Uh, maybe a little bit, just because all you've ever heard from him is how much he loves Nashville mm-hmm. and how – he really doesn't want to play, and maybe this is it. He said it in that article. Uh, he's not ruling out just hanging it up. He's, well, I tell you what, if he did retire, he'd have a great career as a broadcaster, studio analyst, or doing games yep. with his personality. You know, he's a he's a he's an entertaining, quirky, you know, kind of guy. I think he I think he'd be great as a broadcaster, don't you? Sure would. He's he's good on his podcast. Uh, I enjoy that with him and Will Compton. So there's something. There's something for football players and NFL players. When they have that next step after football, it's easier to step away. When, when you don't have anything lined up, that's mm-hmm. when you see guys. Brett Favre, I mean, he was only ever going to be an NFL football right. player. Exactly. You're, you're not sticking that guy in front of a camera and <laughs> no. having him talk. No, but no. It's odd. It's different for Taylor. And 
What's what's the best for him and the Titans? They got to figure out what they want to do at, at left tackle. I mean, that, <laughs> the experiment they had last year was not working. All the more reason, because I keep hearing all these national people saying, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers could come to Tennessee. I just don't see that happening. Why would he want to come here, giving so many question marks with that offense? Really, only one quality wide receiver, and no disrespect to you know Robert Woods and Nick Westbrook Akina, but yeah. You know they're average, like you said. Yeah, the they're best. average. You know, and 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 you know, Chig is an emerging tight end, but he's not there yet. No. What are they going to do with Austin Hooper? Are they going to are they going to bring this guy back? Did they get enough production out of him? We don't know. Yeah. I feel like Chris Berman. Hey, we don't know, <laughs> Tom. It's good to see him on ESPN yes. last night. They they did him dirty, man. That guy's a legend. Yep. That guy was uh, one of the biggest influences in my career. All right, enough about me. We're going to take our last break and give Dougie Fresh plenty of time to get his thoughts in and we're gonna land this plane right after this limbs tender mac bowls are back we start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and colby jack cheese try the tender mac bowl meal or the buffalo tender mac bowl meal both served with texas toast and a medium drink but hurry they're only around for a limited time Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit givewestwood.org, givewestwood.org. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin B. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the six annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The six annual Mid-State Classic. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. 
Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. You can have a fair criticism of me for what I'm about to say. If you get into the playoff enough, one of these years you're going to catch lightning in a bottle. The Titans missing the playoff this year was absolutely inexcusable, right? They had a team we knew was good enough to get the divisional or conference rounds. And then you just catch lightning in a bottle or you have the two best games of your life and all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. That's a good goal for the Titans. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. So, Pat, when did Zach and Bruno actually start having sports takes and not talk about, like, MMA and jiu-jitsu and all that You know, stuff? it's it's kind of ever started once I started kind of on-site producing yeah. their shows at yeah. T-Line. I've just tried to give them some advice, <laughs> maybe pass along my knowledge. Well, it's working. Yes. I mean, I still won't ever listen to their show, but, you know. I mean, don't take my word for it, folks. They're on from 4 to 6. Anyway, uh, about to close up shop here on a Super Bowl Monday. Let's go back to the phones. Dougie Fresh. Hi, Doug. Good morning, Mr. Burton. Good morning, sir. How are Uh, you? Good Super Bowl, although I muted most of it. You know, there comes a point where I just want to watch football, so I muted a lot of it. I'll say this. I thought Kevin Burkhardt and and Greg Olson did a nice job uh, calling the game. It, it could have been, uh, what's his name, from from Dallas. I, a lot of times I just want to watch football with my own perspective, but I enjoyed the, That's fair. the game. It was good to watch. Sure. Um, it was. The, I know the NFL does a lot, but was that not the loudest doink of a goal post? Was it <laughs> <out of> five? <laughs> On Butker's missed field goal? Yeah, yeah, you heard that one, man. They had, the, they yeah. had, they had, that, they yeah, had those goal posts mic'd, man. Yeah. I thought they do a lot. I said, but would you just amplify the goalposts where it just doinks so loud that you just hear it everywhere? It sounded like a that was kind bomb of going off or something, yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. You know, a stadium that full, and I thought, man, they, they really made that guy feel bad. How do you feel hearing that all over the stadium? Yeah, well, he made up for it, kicked the and, game winner. And on the Taylor, the Taylor LeJuan thing, you know, I think it's good to see a guy who's paved the road for life after the game and I was listening to it live on another outlet when he was saying it, that, you know, I may be hanging it up. I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. But kudos to him for just standing out there saying what everybody else is thinking. It's the elephant in the room. He just said it. So good to see him. Yeah, and know, Patton brought up a good point. Something. The fact that, you know, uh, the Titans reps, uh, website uh, ran those quotes and went with those quotes, I think that's everybody's way of saying, yeah, it's, that's exactly what we're going to do, Taylor. Were, we are going to cut you. what he's feeling. Yep. So, Yep. And and that's a good way to rubber stamp it and, and part ways on a on a good note. So my opinion of the Doink and the Taylor of the Wine. You man, you have a good weekend. Thanks, good, man. Good evening. It was a good game and it's been a good show. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. Always great to hear from Doug. He wanted to talk about a missed field goal and Taylor Lewan. But uh you know, what are your thoughts on Lewan as an all time Titan? Is he a ring of honor guy? I think he is. Three time yeah. Pro Bowler, you know, kind of a spokesman for the team until they, you know, they never really had a true franchise quarterback. We thought Marcus would be, and you know Tannehill's done ni- done a nice job by and large. But he was kind of the face of the team there for for a stretch. What really he? was, and kind of got thrown into the captaincy maybe when he wasn't ready for it. Oh and- yeah, that was a another one of many dumb moves by yes. Ken Wisnunt. And one thing I I think as fans, 
for athletes, you don't have to lie to us. You know, we know when you're bad, yep. we know when you're good, and we know when the team is good and bad. And that's something you never really did have to worry about from Tay Luan. He was going to let you know kind of the pulse of the team and whether or not Mike Vrabel and company maybe would have wanted it out at all times <laughs> is another question. But that's something as, as fans, we enjoy honesty. And it was yeah. pure honesty from Tay Luan. He had his moments giving up sacks, but uh, he, he – play with his heart on his sleeve and that's that, that's mm -hmm. all you can really ask for as a fan well I could tell the opening day last year 2021 when he got booed trying to trying to come back from that knee injury that really affected him like yeah. he that that lingered with him for a while it took him a while to get over that you know I mean it was a mistake it was the new Titans PA guy at the yeah. stadium and you don't really announce when a left tackle comes back in usually you do when a quarterback does and you know, he was getting eaten up by Chandler Jones in that game, and, you know, the fans were pissed, yeah. and they booed him. And I think he thought – I think he thought in his mind, you know, my own fans booing me? Me? for Just for the reasons you brought up. You sure. know, I've given my heart and soul to this organization. I've, you know, I've stood up for this organization. Fans are fans, bro. Fans are going to fan. So, But I really think he was affected by that. That's the one thing that stands out. And you're right. Wizen Hunt named him a captain like his second year. That was, you know, <laughs> dumb. But you know, I think he's a Ring of Honor guy. I think he's I a. Too. I think he's a. I think he's a. You know, in a way, a forever Titan. Totally, been a part of the resurgence. Yeah, Patton, great show today. Had great a lot of fun, you. man. It was easy, you know, talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> we knew that anytime. Yeah, we knew we knew what we were leading with today. We <laughs> right. play the hits here on Nashville <laughs> Sports Radio. I will catch you tomorrow. Yes. Yes, absolutely. All right, we got Jim Rome straight up. Then we got the McFarlands two to four. Weenie in the butt from four to six. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow, I do believe. I plan on being here. Unless they take my key away. I'm going <laughs> to put my key in the door, and we're going to crank these mics. All right, everybody. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.